1: Wake up and welcome to Wednesday, I almost said Tuesday, you're listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 107.1. I'm the Bradley, Colleen will be back tomorrow, Holly and Grant with us today. Clean up on aisle two, you guys. Um, we've got some Britney cleanup that we need to do. You know, we've been talking about this Britney story. For, oh gosh, well, we've been talking about Britney for a long time. But in the most recent incarnation of this story, following the documentary on FX that we all watched over the weekend. Hopefully you did. If you didn't, um, actually, I'll check in quickly. Grant, did you watch the Framing Britney Spears documentary? I did actually watch it. Oh, yes. Good. yes, Awesome. It's Really good. I look forward to your informed opinion. But in the days since... Holly, we have been talking about this documentary and there are some real world, I don't want to say consequences, but reactions to the documentary affecting the individuals involved, namely Britney Spears. She has actually responded um, directly following, uh, I think what's safe to call a hue and cry from the public. Uh, in her defense following this documentary.
2: Yeah. Well, she's responded by kind of responding, because it's not a direct response to framing Britney Spears, but I feel like it's about its direct response that we're actually going to get from Britney Spears. I was going to say,
1: I should, I'm glad you clarified that, because... Uh, to be clear, Britney Spears has never direct. Well, she's always sort of done it around the edges. Now, she may have spoken through spokespersons in the past. Let me read you a tweet. Again, I don't think Britney Spears tweeted this sure but mm-hmm. she probably talked to the tweeter in chief and we can talk to you, uh we can talk about who that is in a moment but here are the tweets first of all she she tweeted a clip and this was like 18 hours ago so yesterday a clip of her performing toxic on stage and she said can't believe this performance of toxic is from three years ago i don't know what she means whether that's like just yesterday because that's what it seems like to me or like a hundred years ago She goes on to say, I'll always love being on stage, but I'm taking the time to learn and be a normal person. I love simply enjoying the basics of everyday life. Lots of exclamation points. Yay! Everyday life! And she, um, it must have been for New Year's Rock and Eve that she did that toxic performance because she tagged them. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, then, then we get even more direct. E in a roundabout way from Britney Spears each person has their story and their take on other people's stories we all have so many different bright beautiful lives lots of emojis remember no matter what we think we know about a person's life it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens camera glitter star emoji lots of exclamation points
2: Oh,
3: so Holly
1: what are we to make of that uh, set of tweets from Brittany yesterday.
2: Well, we have to read in between the lines. Yeah. We have to do a little translation of what Brittany is actually saying. So because- let
1: me get your, your Brittany tweet magic wand out. Okay, there you go. What does it say?
2: Thank you, Bradley. So the first part of this says that she loves being on stage, but she's taking the time to learn and be a normal person. Translation, she's not performing anymore. Yeah. She is not going to be on stage anymore.
1: And rumor has it, rumor has it, that she has point blank told uh, people, including but not limited to, the head of the conservatorship, her father, that as long as he's in charge, she's not performing. At least that's that's what we've read.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the read on that. Because remember... Our real deep dive analysis n- uh, analysis into Britney Spears started a couple years ago, when she was supposed to do that Las Vegas residency at the Park MGM, and they illustrated this in Framing Britney Spears, where it was supposed to be this big to do, this big launch, but Britney Spears just walked from point A to point B, like she didn't even want to be there.
1: I now can I confess? Yeah. I didn't remember that. Well, that was did the- we not talk about
2: that? Well. I don't think we talked specifically about her being disengaged at that launch, but the whole thing started. Remember, Bradley, when she went on social media to announce that she was going to delay that residency because her father was extremely ill.
1: Okay, all right. So I I remember the delay and the the excuse that her father was ill and at the time we were like that smells uh, like not truth, um, but the visual of everybody waiting for her to come out and announce this residency and then she proceeds to come out walk down the aisle keep walking and all these people are just like uh uh why did we show up for this and then they start dismantling the stage it was that to me was like whoa i completely missed that and also we didn't really talk about just really quickly i want to have this moment yeah it feels like to me she told them I'm not doing this like at the last minute. Oh. And and literally said and they were like but you have to go out there and she's like I'll go out there but I'm not announcing this thing. Like you're you know, I could hear people yelling at her like you are obligated to go out there. All these people are there and she's like okay, I'll go out but I'm not announcing anything and just kept walking. That's I want to know what happened behind the scenes of that experience, right?
2: Yeah, you know, the story that you're telling, Bradley, about what was potentially happening behind the scenes between Britney Spears and her people there, totally plausible now that we're looking at it several years after the fact. And I don't think necessarily when that residency was being announced and being launched at that big press conference-slash-performance, we weren't necessarily looking to read in between the lines of that.
1: True. And, and now Very we have, true. And
2: now we have the language to do that, like we're doing with this tweet well, now.
1: and isn't that everything we're doing with Britney? We have different uh, goggles on yeah. of reality. Stare, you know, as we stare back at history and we're just like, whoa, 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 what? What? Well, let's now, put
2: the goggles on and finish the rest of this tweet.
1: So the rest of this tweet... Um, the second piece in particular, each person has their story and their take on people's stories. Remember, basically, she's saying, you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes.
2: Right. And we each have our own lives. And you can think that you know what's going on with my life, but ultimately, you don't know. You don't know, and we don't know. And we're all speculating about what we think we know, but we know nothing.
1: And can I also just say, I really do buy that Britney just wants to, like, do stuff without performing. Like, she... Yeah. You know, there was that piece in the documentary where she's, like, when she's with Kevin, I think, and she's like, yeah, I've never really... You know, I'm just enjoying being normal, quote-unquote. You know, she was clearly just enjoying being a human because she hadn't been, I mean, since she was a child, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. Um, and so I imagine that that's where she is right now and whether or not she chooses to, you know, continue on her, uh, career path at some point is totally up to her, but it's clear that she just doesn't want to do it. And, and that came to a head not last year. Was it last year already? I don't know what no, year it would have it Two years, two ago? years yeah, ago. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Because it was before the pandemic.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's very apparent, that, you know, going back and watching Framing Britney Spears, and then seeing all that she went through, and then now kind of being like, yeah, maybe we understand a little bit why you just want to be doing spins in the foyer of your house.
1: Yeah, I do think that's a little, um, it's not odd, and I'm not trying to, you know, make it anything more than what it is, but there is a childlike quality to it, which is totally understandable, because this, this child has not had a childhood. Um, And she's not being, it's not that she's not a mom because she is a mom and we don't know exactly what the nature of the relationship is, but by all accounts, she doesn't have regular custody of her kids. So she's got a lot of time to like not do anything if she doesn't want to. And, you know, I guess that's just what she's doing.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. 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 Well, and allegedly she's also doing something else because Brad, you have some reports from page six about Mm -hmm. her, What she's doing in reaction. She was emotional. She's been
1: emotional, but hopeful. Um, There's an exclusive in page six. And you guys, I don't know how much to take from this particular exclusive. But generally speaking, Holly, if we get an exclusive from a celebrity... Uh, In a tabloid, what do we assume? The
2: call is coming from inside the house.
1: Exactly. So somebody connected to Britney. It is not to say that it's Britney. It could be somebody from inside the conservatorship. But anyway, the story, as told to Emily Smith, a columnist over at Page Six through a, quote, is that Britney is emotional Mm. after finally seeing the heart-wrenching new documentary about her life, which has left her hopeful that she will be freed from the vice-like grip of her father, quote, unquote. I, I don't, I don't feel like this is Britney. Um, after celebrities and fans rallied around the singer following the release of the uh, documentary, a source close to the star exclusively told Page Six, "Quote: Britney finally feels like there's a light at the end of a very long dark tunnel. There are parts of the film that were too hard and emotional for her to watch." The scenes that describe the most difficult times of her life, and it goes on. And I, I just ask you, Holly what What are we to make of this account? I don't think it's by any means a direct telling from Britney Spears, but I mean, I guess it could be from inside the house of Britney. Well, it's inside
2: somebody's house.
1: <laughs> that's that's that, a good guess.
2: That's the biggest read. The takeaway I can take from this page six thing. It could be from somebody who has a relationship with Britney Spears. My first instinct is perhaps it's the house of Lynn Spears, Mm. Britney Spears' mother, Mm -hmm. who for the past couple of years we've seen in the tabloids, it's been kind of a positioning between Lynn Spears and Jamie Spears. That would be Britney Spears' mother and Britney Spears' father kind of taking opposite sides Mm -hmm. of this conservatorship argument. You know, somebody trying to plant an emotional seed. It is somebody
1: on Britney's side. Yes. uh, One assumes because the source goes on to tell page six that Britney's father is drunk with power. Oh, boy. She wants to work, she wants to make music, but he's too controlling. So this would have us believe that she wants to get out there and kick and stretch, but she's not doing it under the thumb of her dad. And I think that's entirely possible. I mean, the amount of dancing she's done in her lobby indicates that, you know, she's got some, some. um, hunger to um, kick and stretch but yeah. on her own terms and probably more like at a dinner theater experience yeah. where she can just show up and you know kick and stretch while you're having your you know chicken tendies and a nice wedge salad
2: <laughs> whatever Britney Spears wants to do okay, maybe if not, she but... wants to shuffle ball change while I eat chicken cordon blue that's fantastic I'd I'm sure she'll sell out the house yes. every single night
1: yeah yeah, absolutely. We're going to continue to sell out this house uh, as we go on through the day. Our good friend Elizabeth Reese will sell it like nobody's business in the Dirt Alert when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend, Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth.
0: Hi, gang. Happy Wednesday.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hope your hump day is going well for you.
1: You know, so far. So good? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm glad. No complaints. Okay, it's nice to hear your voices. Uh, Trouble for Bruce Springsteen, guys. Arrested for a DWI in New Jersey. (sighs) Uh. He just appeared in this very big uh, and very much hyped Super Bowl commercial for Jeep. He's 71 years old, and um, he was busted back in November. So it's a long time ago that this has been kept quiet, Uh, but it was at Gateway National Recreation Area in Sandy Hook, New Jersey, is what a spokesperson for the National Park Service said. He was charged with DWI, reckless driving, and consuming alcohol in a closed area. Oh, I guess Bruce Springsteen, according to the spokesperson, was cooperative throughout the process. Um, TMZ first reported this. And the way they found out is because Bruce has a court date in the coming weeks. I was His- going to
1: say, I'm surprised that we're just learning about it now. I yep. think they would try to get ahead of that story, but
0: it, it's all about the all about the um, court dates. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's why when there's any sort of like deposition or divorce, that's when we find out so much stuff. Because yeah. that's all public record.
2: Yeah, and TMZ spends their whole existence hanging outside of the courtroom right? digging for this kind of information. They're
0: there, and then they're also at the worst airport in the world, which is otherwise known as LAX.
1: It's, uh,
0: boy, every time I go to LAX, I'm thinking, why, God, why? This is <laughs> such a terrible...
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
1: all of this is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Airport. <laughs>
0: O'Hare is a close second for me. You know what the best airport is? minneapolis st paul Thank international you. Yes. Well, that's I mean, not even a question that's what happens like, though when you're constantly coming from the be- i mean and, and that's not true. even a joke it is consistently ranked as the number one airport in the country it's like minneapolis st paul and amsterdam have the two best airports in the world
1: and and you don't like we we like to puff our chests about a lot here in the state of minnesota right. unnecessarily so yeah. i would argue but when it comes to the airport truly it is, it is a breath of fresh air when you arrive home.
0: It totally is. And if you are lucky enough, which I've done a couple of times to fly from Minneapolis to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. you ne- you, that's the only time you don't feel disappointed when you get to yeah. another airport. <laughs> I
1: will say Amsterdam airport now, we all sound real debaggy, but I will say, and Holly can sign off on this because I think we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Grant, I don't know. Um, it is literally next level. Oh, it's next level. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. Wouldn't you just like to go somewhere right about now?
0: I would like to go yeah. anywhere. And I'd actually like to go to Amsterdam. The only place I've ever been there is the airport. I've never to I've only been Same. there and then like I've connected other places. I've never places. had enough
1: time to like walk outside no, and take a breath of fresh me neither. Fresh Bradley, we should air. go. You want to All do right. a trip with Let's me? Let's do it.
0: I'm a wonderful travel Might have to wait a companion. little bit,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'll be
0: in somebody's suitcase. <laughs> fabulous. As soon as we can go, we're in. <laughs> Um, Okay, speaking of people across the pond, though, let's talk about Duchess Kate and Prince William, who are apparently trying to conceive their fourth child. That four kids was always part of Kate's plan. Um, She put the idea on hold when COVID hit, but now there's light at the end of the tunnel um, because George and Charlotte are scheduled to return to school in April, and she feels ready to start trying again. So (sighs) there you go. She wants another one more baby.
1: Now, you're getting close. To what? To what? Four, right? I have three. And yeah, that's what I'm that, saying. That
0: is where we stop in the uh, Rhymer's household. So
1: you're not going to four? No,
0: we're 100% done, and we've taken <laughs> measures to oh, ensure okay. well, that um, a surprise won't happen, because this last one was the best surprise of my life, but definitely uh, a surprise. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, a real surprise this year. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a real joy, For and it sure. was like, oh, here we go, but no. Three feels great. My sister has four. Steve Patterson has four.
1: Oh, God. I can't. Oof.
0: I don't know if three to four is that big of a difference. But, um, you know, and Kate, I think, like, I'm getting too old. Kate's 39, which is how old I am. But I also have a four-month-old.
1: Yeah. So I'm not. She also has a crown.
0: Yeah, she has a crown true. and she and a has a palace. staff, and I don't have yeah. a staff at all.
1: <laughs> and it's kind of like actually. you know
2: the royal duty, so well, to speak. Yeah, that, that is permeate. a lot
1: of royal duty.
2: Yeah. Well, and somebody else is taking care of it for her.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. That's true. She's yeah. got. She has a lot of resources. Yeah. It's a little bit different when you can have a lot of help. I don't know, guys. I'm I am about desperate to the point of trying to find some sort of night nurse situation for like two nights a week just so I can sleep, so I'm not. Oh. So, such an awful person.
1: If I didn't dislike children so much, I would offer my services. <laughs> to be my night nurse? Yes.
0: <laughs> Uncle Bradley's coming
1: over. Oh, uh, that just gives me
2: time
0: sh- to watch YouTube videos I'm together. Could <laughs> you make, could you have breakfast ready for me in the morning, too? Because yeah, that again, would be amazing. As long as the
1: kids weren't around, I'd be happy to make you breakfast. <laughs> it would
0: be great. Uh, Rihanna <laughs> is shutting down her Fenty fashion line, you guys, less than oh, two no. hours after its launch. Uh, so LVMH is the French luxury group. That Fenty was housed under, and it confirmed the news to Women's Wear Daily in a statement saying they jointly made the decision to put the ready-to-wear activity based in Europe on hold and pen, uh, wait for better conditions. So they stopped posting on Instagram on January first, and Fenty hasn't released
1: new designs on its website since November. That's a bummer. Although I imagine get some steals and deals,
0: probably she's. I mean, it was maybe underperforming. I think. I think any luxury brand is probably tough because people are wearing yoga pants all the time
2: well right and it, and if you're a fan of rihanna or interested in what she has to offer there are things at much more reasonable price points that you have access to like fenty beauty for sure or savage oh, Fenty lingerie yeah. Yeah. so mm-hmm. it's so it,
0: it, skincare yeah skincare exactly mm-hmm. her um her cosmetics seem to be doing very well oh man that eyeshadow is was real good is it good where do you
1: buy uh rihanna's
0: probably ulta or sephora yeah you can okay. get it at sephora and you can i mean and then you're all set to go i i mean i haven't tried any of it but i have been interested in trying lady gaga's um line from amazon we talked about that but i haven't heard of anybody who's had it
1: mm, interesting i've tried it shockingly have not tried it myself oh, wow. i know she's got an oreo though <laughs> That's, like, more up my alley.
0: Lady Gaga. She has her own Oreo?
1: Yeah. Did you know that she had an Oreo collaboration?
0: No. Yeah,
1: it's like a uh, blonde cookie or whatever they call that, the, you know, golden cookie. Yeah, the golden cookie part. And then, like, a... I think it's golden, or did I make that up? Is it no, it's orange? Golden. Yeah, it's it's pink, hot
0: pink. And I believe green filling, but the style cookies like the golden ones. The oh, vanilla. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Mm, that's a really interesting aesthetic choice for an Oreo. Yeah,
0: that is fascinating. <laughs> right? I did try the new um, the Toast Yay. Girl Scout cookie. That's their new French toast inspired cookie. And I was sure I tried it yesterday. I was sure I was going to despise it. And I thought it was going to be like fake maple syrupy. It was wonderful. It was really delightful. Like sort of reminiscent of like, um, and like a frosted animal cracker, but with a okay. little bit of more cinnamon maple depth now to it. Now
1: we're talking. Now gonna we're talking. To, I'm going to have to find some of those. Get in on it. There All right. Go. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> You're welcome. All the latest from Elizabeth Reese every day right here at 1215, but you can also watch her, of course, on Twin Cities Live every day at 3 on KSTP Channel 5 Eyewitness News. And we come back, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. Give us a call. Good afternoon and happy Wednesday. Why aren't you calling? Oh, no. Who forgot to pick up the phone and call 651 641 1071? I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Grant is just waiting for you to pick up the phone, dial them digits, and play a game called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second. Challenge. And I would ask Grant who's on the phone, but nobody's on the phone because none of you have cooled. So you know what we're going to do? Hmm. We're just going to sit here and play the Gilligan's Island theme. Just sit right, right back, back and you hear a tale, the tale, tale, tale of a that that fateful, fateful trip, fateful 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 trip fateful. that started from this tropic port aboard this I tiny, tiny ship. ship. I don't know the <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> Spidey Sailor Man. Okay, fine. Somebody called. Sorry. Hey. Oh. On the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge train today, Grant. John is with us today. And what is John playing for, Holly? John's
2: playing for a My Talk 1071 T-shirt.
1: Alright, John. Hey, thanks for calling. You ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Fenty was the fashion line of what entertainer? Uh. Pass. Flounder is the name of Ariel's fish friend in what Disney movie? The Little Mermaid. George Jefferson owned what kind of business? On the Dry Jeff- cleaner? Yep. Daryl Hannah played a mermaid in what 80s movie? Splash. Finish this Colleen and Bradley motto. Nothing is real and... Everybody smokes. Yes! Now, one more. Fenty was the fashion line of what entertainer we just talked about her? Fenty Beauty. Fenty, Fenty, Fenty. Fenty, Fenty. Fenty. Oh, John, uh. so close. Oh, I'm sorry, John, but thank you for playing. Thank you. And you can try again tomorrow, as can every listener, but you need to do it at 1230. Don't make me get angry, 651641. I mean, don't call now, but you know, 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show. Holly. Bradley. I ask you. Yes. If I were a Fenty, mm-hmm. who would make me
2: rihanna (laughs) would make you
1: yes but not anymore because she's not doing the fashion
2: yeah just the high fashion line she's still making fenty undies fenty
1: couture fenty undies fenty undies fenty Fenty. Fenty panties no she has a panty line
2: yeah don't say panties
1: okay she has an undie line thank
2: you
1: (laughs) she has a line of bloomers
2: (laughs) yes and pantaloons pantaloons
1: All right, pantaloons or no pantaloons. It's now time to head over to my favorite part of the show. It's time to get blinded by the item.
0: Blinded by the item.
1: Here in uh, some dripping, uh, drippingly attractive, never mind. Our good friend Donna Valentine is joining the show today, right? Hi, Hi Donna. Let's do it, man. All right, dude. <laughs> <He's also laughs> Holly, tell us what Blinded by the Item is.
2: Blind Item is where we solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. And Bradley and Donna are both going to try to solve these mysteries. Here's our first one. Thanks
1: for being here, Donna. Love you.
2: You're welcome. Love you back. The boyfriend of this A list singer really has no shame. Mm. he's been in on it from day one. Mm. He doesn't want the money train to stop. Mm-mm. Next next time the paparazzi see him, ask him about his other girlfriend, <gasps> the one he lives with most Whoa, of the time. This is that Sam Asghari.
1: Ding, guy. ding, dong. What? That's a double ding.
2: Wow, rude.
1: Read it, Holly, so we can de- discuss.
2: Okay, so Sam Asgari, the boyfriend of Britney Spears, has no shame, because Sam has been in on it from day one. Sam Asgari doesn't want the money train to stop, and next time the paparazzi see Sam Asgari, ask him about his other girlfriend, the one he lives with most of the time.
1: So, okay, this makes me happy, because this rewrites the world, and by rewrite, I mean not W-R-I-T-E, but R-I-G-H-T. Mm. I think that's the right one, right? Like, <laughs> it writes the ship to What we thought was true previously, but we're kind of wondering what's going on following his statement yesterday. What I'm saying is Sam Asghari, allegedly, supposedly in blind items, Donna, Mm. is maybe bought and paid for as a companion for Ms. Spears.
3: Really? Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Are you just buying all the tabloid lies (laughs) today? I don't
3: know. I mean... Okay, go ahead. Say more things.
1: So yesterday, you know that he like came out and was like, Jamie is a D word.
3: Yeah, he said it to TMZ. I just watched the video.
1: So that made us all go, wait a minute. Isn't wow. he on the payroll? Did his check bounce? What happened?
3: So maybe mm-hmm. he's not. Well, but why? this
1: thing says he has no shame and is on the doesn't want the money train to stop. So, Holly, somebody make it all make sense.
2: Oh, Maybe he's throwing us off the scent. Well, right. Or that, you know, you can read into this. I, I would read into this. Something is happening behind the scenes where Sam Asghari is feeling threatened in his public position as Britney Spears's boyfriend, so to speak. Okay. And so I don't know what Sam Asghari knows about what's happening behind the scenes in Britney Spears conservatorship, but he's positioning himself so that the money train doesn't stop for himself.
1: We just need to know where that train, what station that train departed from. Did it depart from Jamie's wallet? Right. Is it like the Bessemer Bank Trust?
2: Is it the midnight train to Georgia? Is it the last train (laughs) to Clarksville? I don't know. We don't know. So strange. People are so weird. Like, why can't people just get real
3: boyfriends?
1: (laughs) Okay, Donna, Donna, you're so naive. (laughs) Like, how do you get up in the morning and not like. And not walk into a wall. <laughs> I
3: just want to believe in love.
1: Do you, though? Do you? Yes. Mm. I want some
3: money, too, though.
1: Yeah. So I just, I'd, I am curious if he is trying to, we, we mentioned this yesterday. Colleen actually came up with the idea that perhaps he's hedging his bets. That is, he sees that his uh, funds may be coming from a different source should Jamie Spears no longer be in charge of the conservatorship. And so showing loyalty to Britney Spears in this moment might actually be a better financial move.
3: Mm. You're saying if Britney gets control of her finances again, Mm -hmm. maybe that will benefit him if he's
2: showing support
1: for her. Also, he allegedly supposedly has a kid with that woman, doesn't he?
2: That could very
1: well be Wasn't that a blind item we read?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Donna.
3: I feel like I'm in algebra class.
1: You didn't take the right pill this morning, Donna.
2: (laughs) Well,
3: let's To go down
1: our rabbit hole.
2: Let's try to solve for X for this next blind item. Okay. Blinded by the item. This A-list celebrity all of you know, and either love or hate with no middle ground, was nearly an hour late to get her paparazzi photo taken because she couldn't decide what to wear... And if it would look like right for quote unquote grocery shopping.
1: Ooh. All right. <laughs> we
2: love or hate.
3: Oh, we no either mi-
1: love and it's a list, so
2: no
3: middle yeah. ground.
1: Oh! Was she wearing a shield on her face?
2: I don't think so.
1: <sighs> Can I make a guess? Please. Donna. Please. Unless you have something. I don't. Uh Jennifer Aniston?
2: Uh no. Oh. Who hates her? I mean...
1: Everybody who loves Angelina Jolie. Uh, Jen-
2: Jennifer, <laughs> yeah, okay. Jennifer Aniston wearing a face shield on the set of her new show. Or okay. Her, uh, film, I saw filming. that photo and yes. I
1: thought, I don't know if that's from the set or if she went to Erewhon to get some, you know, Brussels... Shredded Brussels sprout salad.
2: Well, see, here's the way that you can tell, Bradley, is because Jennifer Aniston was in a smart skirt suit set. That would not be something that someone would that's wear grocery true. Very shopping. Very true. Now, I'm looking at the photograph... Pants. Yeah, in question... And I can see why this person would perhaps be stressed about the outfit they selected to go, quote unquote, grocery shopping, because one does not usually go grocery shopping in an outfit like this. Is this a
3: singer or an actor?
2: This is a celebrity, mm. if that gives you a hint. Okay, oh. okay, that's
3: helpful. Is this like a reality person? Uh, not quite. Oh. Okay, okay, we're getting
2: someone But they've hosted things on television before. Oh.
1: They've hosted things on television before, but yes. they're not necessarily a reality star, but they are a celebrity.
2: Yeah. And we all know this person.
1: Oh, do they hope they don't host a TV show, though? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, they have in the past, but oh. I don't think they're hosting anything at this point. Is this a model? Oh, uh, she was. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, Tyra Banks? No. Yep.
3: Oh, good one. Love or hate. Um, <laughs> we're going to need more hints. I'm sucking. You know how good I am in the car?
1: Well, so we've good. all said that <laughs> about you. I'm always um, like yelling
2: at you guys. So, this person is a celebrity and they are very uh, celebrity forward in sharing their experience on planet Earth.
1: <laughs> oh, all... no. Lena Dunham? No. Oh.
2: This person is married to somebody who is also a celebrity who is very talented in the world of music. Okay, all right. Now we can break it down. Now we can get there. Um.
3: So it's not like a Heidi Christy Klum, Brinkley? because everyone loves her. No, and no.
1: Oh my God, we're horrible. We're yeah, Brant, do you first. have any ideas? No, oh, I'm yeah. just, I'm loving watching Donna's process of breaking so, this down
3: right now. It's, uh, yeah, see, I need like about a half hour. All right, so wait, wait, wait. It's, uh, I know we're, we're up against the clock, but it's a model-ish type of person yes. who's married
2: to somebody.
1: This is Katherine Heigel. No, do Catherine Heigel.
2: That was an offensive answer. Not Catherine Heigl.
1: A list. So A-list. is it uh, Christy Turlington? No.
2: Olivia Munn? No. She was a model in the past. I don't think she necessarily would classify herself as a model. Like a anymore. supermodel? No.
1: Oh. Like a. Oh, Brooke Shields? No. You're going to oh. have to give it to
2: us. <laughs> um, she is very. Mm, <laughs> prolific on social media particularly twitter
1: oh she's big on twitter kirstie alley
3: oh no (laughs) chrissy teigen oh Oh, geez
1: louise oh my god we are horrible (laughs) (laughs) we did it We We We
2: really did it congratulations i'd like to thank my publicist
1: now okay In reward, we're going to let you go. Bye, Donna. Bye. bye. We have to go, but thank you for playing the blind item segment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And when we come back from not knowing what the heck we're talking about to doing that again, but this time we're going to do another quarantine of the rich and famous. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I want to take you on a journey, friends away from here away from this cold it's gonna be a quarantine lifestyle of the rich and famous yes and normally we have an intro but it's disappeared so we're just gonna play this background music and we're gonna talk like robin leech like <laughs> okay that was not we a good tried. you're better at that than i am
2: well, let's go then with only oh, quarantine lifestyles <laughs> to Okay, the maybe south. you're not. We're going to the South France, right? We're going to the
1: South of France. Right, We're going to France fa- uh, f- uh, and I want to tell you about the Palais Bleu. Great. Have you ever been to the Palais Bleu? Uh,
2: unfortunately, no.
1: It's on the Boulevard de. Lisbon. Uh okay, so I was on the internets today and wow. I came across a place. Now, we've done this segment throughout um, the last year to give you an indication of how the other half is is uh, navigating through the pandemic, and uh, it's mostly going to just make you feel sad and wish that you were somewhere else, today's <laughs> tale of sadness in faraway places comes courtesy of the late Pierre Cardin. And I guess I'd forgotten in the melee of uh, the end of this year that Pierre Cardin passed at we, the end of the year. Yes. In fact, I think he just passed away on the 29th of December. And he lived in a place called um, the Bubble Palace, the French Palais Bleu, Bleu. Um, But this this I'd never seen this place before, Holly. It is a gigantic hamster habitat. Remember those habit trail things that you had as a kid when you had a hamster? Did you have a hamster?
2: Yeah, I totally had a hamster. Did
1: you have a habit trail?
2: No, because we just used a uh, toilet paper rolls. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Empty toilet paper rolls. <laughs> because we weren't past. even
2: we weren't even fancy enough to have a habit trail for the hamsters. We had to repurpose the teepee <laughs> for them.
1: Yeah, well, you know. Whatever it takes. Um, right? Pierre Cardin didn't use teepee holders. No TP rolls. In fact, this place, it looks kind of like a I don't know, octopus slash habitrail. It is this beautiful monstrosity of a home. And it's up for sale. And I just thought to myself, self, I want to go here. And it's it's now adding, I'm now adding it to the list of places that I would like to uh, flee reality for.
2: Well, it looks amazing. Do you, do you remember the cartoon back in the 80s, The Snorks?
1: Yeah, oh for sure this yeah. reminds
2: me of where the snorks live
1: <laughs> in a little bubble uh, house under the under the sea
2: except Pierre Cardin's snork house is in the south of France and it looks amazing and warm with an infinity pool and its own 500 seat amphitheater now
1: if we go there we're gonna have to come up with about 387 million seven six hundred and seventy four thousand five hundred and sixty dollars. Mm. because, among other things, it is also one of the most, if not the most expensive, property in Europe.
2: Well, I found $2 at the bottom of my (laughs) purse earlier today, Bradley, so it's a start. It's a
1: start. Well, I think you might want to go back to your bathroom and look for some old toilet paper holders, (laughs) uh, because I don't think that we're going to get anywhere close. But, as I was scrolling through this thing, like, how would you describe the experience of the Palais Blanc. Like, what to you, other than the Snork's Palace, like, how would you kind of describe it for the listener?
2: It's futuristic.
1: It's very futuristic, right? It
2: kind of also looks like macaroni with (laughs) bubbles on it. Interesting. It looks fabulous. Now, Pierre Cardin... He was very groovy and very futuristic and very 60s. So if you have that image in your mind of somebody who's very groovy and mod Mm -hmm. and colors and geometric shapes, that's what this house looks like. Except it's more natural and it's amazing. And I hope that this house, because it's so expensive, somebody buys it and repurposes it. It So you and I, Bradley, can actually have an opportunity to go into it.
1: Yeah, like I someday want to be in this place. Now, it also has a five... 500-seat open-air amphitheater, 10 bedrooms, various swimming pools and waterfalls. I feel like this would make a great movie set, and I wonder if it has ever um, been the set of a movie, because it seems like a great James Bond lair.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Right? And what I wouldn't give to just get lost in the tunnel of these uh, habitrail. Hideaways.
2: Well, and it's a fantastic place for introvert hermits like you and me, Bradley. Yes, because could just get lost. Because you could just get lost. And you can have somebody in the other snork hole <laughs> on the other side like of the everybody house. Everybody gets and you
1: their never... own snork hole. Yeah, and
2: it's fantastic. <laughs> and it, it's wonderful.
1: It is beautiful. Um, we'll post this online so that you can see this. Maybe I'll go put this on Twitter. Um, again, it's up for sale. So if you guys are looking for a steal in the south of Farnes, um just going to set you back a... mm-hmm. Several hundred thousand dollars. No big whoop. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from faraway places to right uh, on our own couch. Here's a talker question for you. You can bring back one TV show that's been canceled. What show is that going to be for you? 651-641-1071. You can bring back one TV show. What are you bringing back when we come back right here on My Talk one zero seven one.